We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Blessing from the Valley radio podcast. And this is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. And it is a joy to uh, be able to come to you by this resource and uh, just share the Word of God with you today. And we're just very delighted that you've tuned in. Uh, we want to, again, ask if it's a great blessing to you, if this podcast is an encouragement to you, then we ask that you share it, uh, get the Word out. Uh, we've been on for several months now, and and we hope and pray that it's been a great blessing to you. We're just dealing with principles and promises from the Word of God, and we normally put one out on Tuesday and Thursday, and they're anywhere from 10 to 14 minutes long, and so we hope they've been a great help to you. We've been looking at a subject that I've been dealing with now for, uh, really, I think this is going to be the fifth podcast on this particular subject, and we've been looking at a Matthew chapter 7 verse number one, and we've been just looking at the principle of judging, and the Bible says, judge not that you, that you be not judged, and I have said all on every podcast that this is one principle of the Word of God that is normally um, uh, abused in the way that it is um, used. Uh, it's certainly uh, normally never used in the context in which it should be. Many people throw this verse out to say, look, don't judge me. In other words, whatever I do, you don't judge me. Well, that's not what this passage is speaking of. And we've been looking at it at different angles. We talked about what it is not, and we looked at that. We also looked and seen what it is, and uh, we've dealt with that in the context of the passage. But I want to close today and finish out this subject of dealing with what does it mean to judge not. And we're just simply going to let the Word of God do the talking. And we've looked at what judging is not. We've looked at what judging means in this passage. But then I want to deal today with just simply this. It's an illustration that God uses to help us understand exactly what he means by this passage of Scripture. So in verse number 3 of chapter 7, verse 1 says, Judge not that you be not judged. But then verse 3 says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. You know, this is very, very simple, very clear. Uh, we find out here in this illustration that the Lord gives is he's speaking to a hypocrite that basically for all practical purposes has a two-by-four, very visible, a two-by-four sticking out of his eye. And he's just ignoring the two-by-four. But he's very easily picking out the little specks, the little sawdust that is in other people's eye. He can see the speck of sawdust in the eye of his brother. And Jesus is using sarcasm here, to be quite honest with you. Um, imagine everyone laughed as he said it, no doubt, but really we need to start judgment with ourselves. And that's what this passage of scripture is dealing with. If we will examine ourselves first, now think about that. What kind of church could be built if Christians would be as hard on themselves as they are on each other? I want you to think about that. And that's the point. 
That's the illustration that the Lord is trying to drive home here. And I dealt with this on the last episode. You know, um, it is so easy for us to point out everybody else's faults. We can, we can judge. We want to make judgment calls on everybody else's failures. We want to make judgment calls on everybody else's sins. But the Lord says here that's very simply, look, you need to take care of you. You need to examine yourself. So think about what kind of a life we would build. Think of what kind of churches we would have, that if every church member would be as hard on themselves. By the way, we should be harder on ourselves than everybody else. I should be my worst critic. Why? Because I know who I am. I'm examining. I'm allowing the Lord be do, to be thorough with me. So think about this. In this sarcastic illustration, both objects were the same material. Both of them were wood. And uh, quite honest, it takes one to know one, right? We easily recognize our own problems in others. Look, what you can so clearly see in someone else's life, you can easily overlook them in our, in our own. And I think that's what the Lord is trying to encourage us here for us to learn this lesson here in this, is we ought to be our greatest critic. We ought to be examining of ourselves. By the way, if we will examine ourselves and we will um, be honest about it, let the Lord have his way in our life, then that would, that would uh, be less times that someone else would have to come and tell us something that we don't like to hear. Think of it like this. There was a man who wanted to impress his friends with his eye for art. And as they went to an art gallery together, um, he forgot his glasses. And so he's very nearsighted, and he couldn't hardly see his hand in front of his face. Uh, but he figured what he would do is he'd wing it when he went to the art gallery. And so, um, to be quite honest with you, he was, he was very blind. Uh, he couldn't see his hand in front of his face. But he started to make abstract comments, uh, abstract comments and observations that he wanted to make. He started to make those. He approached a frame of art there, and he began criticizing the art. And then he would say things like this, well, why would anyone want to paint something so hideously ugly? I mean, it's a true rendering of the object, but why waste time with painting such a disgusting subject? And everyone there that was with him began to laugh. Well, that's, by this time, his wife whispered into his ear and said, John, it's a mirror. <laughs> so think about it. Judgment must begin each morning as we look into the mirror of God's Word. And by the way, the Bible says of itself, describes itself as a mirror and that perfect law of liberty. And our time is better spent dealing with our own shortcomings than trying to fix everybody else's shortcomings. That's exactly what this passage of Scripture is talking about. Judge not lest ye be judged. It's very simple, and the illustration makes it very clear that he's not saying for us not to make judgment calls. He's not telling us to judge if something's right or wrong or if something is scriptural or unscriptural. We all know that those things and those matters has to take place if we're going to live life successfully, but he's dealing with an attitude. He's dealing with the spirit of a person that is just simply willing to be a professional fault finder with everybody else but he's not spending time to examine and to scrutinize and to deal with his own issues. Our time is much better spent dealing with our own shortcomings. Think about that. What better of a church would we have if everyone would just deal with their own shortcomings? Think of this, um, a boss's job, a pastor's position, a manager's position. Wouldn't it become so much easier 
if people would just be willing to judge their own shortcomings. But you know what normally has to happen? Someone keeps pushing the envelope, they keep pushing it, and they're going to keep doing something that they know is wrong because they won't examine themselves. And then someone that loves them or cares for them or that they have a responsibility to will finally break down and come to that person or come to me and have to say the hard thing. And then you know what always happens? That person always gets mad at somebody when they say, don't judge me. Well, to be quite honest, if we would judge ourselves, then someone wouldn't have to come and tell us that. Think about that. And when we, when we won't, when, and, and if we will deal with our own shortcomings, then we won't have so much time to be tempted to focus on the faults of others. And I really think that we ought to pray today, each individual listening today, or whenever you listen to this podcast, I think this needs to become a personal desire of ours that we would be people that examine ourselves and that we would judge ourselves. Think about that. What kind of husband would we be if we would judge ourselves instead of having to make our wives come to us and tell us about something? Uh, think about this. What a better employee we would be if we would just be honest and examine ourselves and realize our shortcomings and something that we can improve on before maybe our boss has to come and tell us. Do you understand how much better life would be, what kind of the Christian life would be, if we would just apply this little principle, spending time scrutinizing ourselves, examining ourselves, getting honest about ourselves. But you know why we don't like getting honest with ourselves and really looking at that two-by-four in our eye? Because we don't like what we see. And so to make us feel better, what we like to do is we like to knock the failures and the weaknesses and the struggles of others so ours just don't look or feel as bad. And that is exactly what God is trying to teach us here in the matter of judge not lest you be judged. It's very simple. If you don't want to be judged, if you don't want to be told something that you need to improve on, then ask God to help us to be honest and judgmental of ourselves. Amen. And we ought to be focusing in on dealing with our own shortcomings than being professional fault finders in everybody else's life. Amen. And so that's the principle. And so I've spent five episodes on this little thought, judge not lest you be judged. But I hope and pray that it's been a great blessing to you. And I hope we'll take these things to heart. Let's let the Lord be thorough in our lives. And let's not hide behind trying to find out everybody else's shortcomings. Let's ask God to help us to deal with ours. He can give us victory. And I pray that he will today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.